So this is episode one of my life story, as I've called it. Um, my name's Andy, um, but that's not my real name. The name I was born with, or given at birth, was Andre. My father was French, and my name is Andre Philippe Dubray, or in French, Henri du Philippe Dubray. Um, I was born in London at King's College Hospital. My father trained there as a nurse. And the first year, I guess, of my life, we lived in London. My father was working there and my mother worked as a librarian. They had me at quite late in their life. My father came over from France um, I couldn't, I, it's really strange, but I don't know a lot about my father. He never really spoke about his life. The tidbits that I found out, or my mother found out, um, some were um, a shock. Um, others were just kind of, I don't know, really sad, I guess. My father was born in a Russian concentration camp. His father was a professor, a teacher. And in coincidence, his mother was a librarian as well. Um, during the First World War, he told me one day, because he had quite a lot of scarring on his face, very old scarring that you didn't right, kind of look and notice um, clearly. And he did have quite a lot of facial hair that seemed to sort of hide the scars. But during the First World War, he was part of the French Resistance and he was caught by the Gestapo towards the end of the war um, and was tortured. Um, it might explain quite a number of things about my father as we talk further on about that. But um, he survived. And his family died. Um, we did find out some years later on in, in my younger life by kind of strange episode with my mother we had a bureau uh, my father was kept locked and um, she managed to break into it and she found a birth certificate for a child in France um, I don't know what his name is I know it's a, it was a boy I don't know what date he was born um, what his mother's name was. Um, it's just a part of my life that with my father, um, which scratched off the surface, um, there was nothing left to, to see or to, to talk about or hear or share. My father was very much like that. Um, he 
when we moved to um, Oxfordshire um, after about a year of me being born, um, my father got a job at a hospital that was set in the Cotswold in the countryside, two miles from a place called Burford, and it was called Bradwell Grove Hospital. Um, and it's a hospital that is no longer the type of hospital that's found in this country anymore. It was a hospital that catered for what they called at that time mentally handicapped um, patients. Um, they would suffer from mental disorders, uh, could it be even ADHD, like what we have now, this only been recognised in the last decade or so. Um, autism. Um, there were other names for the for, for a number of these different um, illnesses. A lot of patients were bed bound, um, wheelchair bound, difficult to walk. Um, the hospital comprised of. My father was very much, I think, what you would call a, a jackal and hide type of person. <clears throat> there were very much two sides to him. His work side, um, he was obviously very passionate about his job um, and about looking after the patients that he looked after. The staff that he worked with seemed to admire him. Um, he always dressed in his suit and then when he got to, to work he would put on his white cloak that the uh, male nurses used to wear. <clears throat> but at home he was a very, very different person. Um... But before I go into that side of things, my first real memory of being in this home that we were at at the hospital, this staff house, um, I just have this memory of my uncle, who um, was from London, um, all the family was from London. My my uncle actually uh, ran um, a flower stall on a market that my grand's husband uh, used to run before he died. I never met my, my granddad. He died before I was born. Um, but I just remember being in my cot and looking up and I could see his face. And it's, I don't know if if everybody has this one moment of their childhood that they can remember right back to the beginning of. But this is for me, this is with the, the one moment. And it sticks to me today when I think about it. I, I still relive that moment. Um, the bungalow we lived in was 
I mean, the whole hospital was, I should point out, was an old um, US military hospital during the war that was converted. Um, and these staff houses were built uh, on the, on just off the site. And um, there was a gate that's kind of separated the staff housing from the main hospital. But the whole site was totally... Um, how can I explain it? It, it run itself. I mean, it had its own electricity. It had a, 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 a literally a, a, a coal station and um, plants that created the electricity. Um, these are used huge amounts of coal, um, and that run the electricity for the whole hospital. It had its own water supply. Um, but the staff houses were very, very old, um, galvanised windows, single panes, nothing like double glazing or triple glazing in, in, like, as we have in today. During the winter, it was extremely cold. There was no central heating. We just had an electric fire in the living room and we had a Rayburn, cold Rayburn in the kitchen, which we spent most of the time during the summer huddled around. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it became part of my job as I got older to make sure that the fire was kept going. Um, we had a coal bunker outside. Um, it was just like a world within a world. Um, but my bedroom was quite a small room. I think it was meant to be a, a dining room, but um, it was used as a bedroom when I was very, very young. Um, and then when uh, I got older, I moved into another room, which was in my main bedroom for the rest of my childhood. Um, my father, he literally bought everything kind of new, but it was all on um, hired purchases as it was in those days. And to pay for, for all the furniture and the things that we had, um, my father took on uh, extra jobs, um, working in the, the, the nearest town, Burford. He worked as a gardener. Um, and, I mean, he loved his gardening. I mean, we had a huge garden. Um, it was like sort of half an acre. One was part of it was like flower beds and uh, rose sort of garden, um, a lawn. Um, and then the second part was literally where he grew all the vegetables that we um, had, everything from potatoes, green beans, lettuce, every kind of vegetable that you can think of that would go through the seasons. Um, so like in, in the winter time would be sort of Brussels sprouts and uh, cauliflower and, and uh, 
potatoes and what have you that would be growing. And in the spring, summertime, there'll be lettuce, peas and runner beans, carrots. We even had strawberries and blackberries and even rhubarb, which was quite unusual. Um, I was... Even though there were other children that lived in the staff houses, didn't really get to know them until I was around about seven or eight. Um, but my time before them was usually spent playing in the garden. Um, I, I kind of had like an imaginary friend that I would talk to. Um, I think you know when you're that young if you're isolated um you you suddenly start sort of making up friends uh toys that you would talk to teddy bears or whatever um but yes i used to sort of pretend that i was playing with my imaginary friend in the garden um but things were kind of okay but then things started to fester from my father's point of view um i used to hate being bathed by him um the bathroom was uh, an old cast iron enamel bath same as the sink and he would have scalding hot water um you know it, it was a kind of thing where if you dipped your foot into the into the water it 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 burned um and my father would put me into to this bath and i would scream and cry and then the worst part for me was when he washed my hair that basically ducked me under the water um and i would come up choking and, and hysterical all the time and he would shout at me um it that was the start of things at home um when my mother bathed me i i kind of used to plead with her please don't duck my head under the water and she sort of did it very sort of delicately and what have you and she kind of understood, but my father just had this this way about him. Um, it was his way or, or, or not. Um, there's one thing I would say that I learned with my father, and they say you keep a dog on a short leech. My father kept me on a long leech, um, and he knew that he could rein that leash in at any time he wanted to very, very fast. Um, he allowed me to do certain things, um, but there was always that point of looking over your shoulder or listening to the, the arguments that would be coming from the living room down the corridor or from, from my bedroom. Um, there was times that had has had a profound effect on me. 
in bad ways and in some good ways in some respects. I've learned a lot from those experiences. And that's why I'm kind of sharing them now. It's something, things that I've not talked about to anybody. Um, but yes, things were good when they were good and they were really bad when they were bad. But this is a story that I should carry on in the next episode. Um, so thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Um, and uh, I should do the next episode soon. And um, we'll carry on this conversation about my life.